Neil, give me five bucks. Put them on the glass like the woman did. Well, he's actually for five dollars. He's thinking of doing it. That's no, why not? Five dollars is valuable. I, I have I still don't have the five dollars I owe you. You owe me five dollars. I've got a dollar. I've been walking around town. This is how sad my life is. I've been walking around with a dollar for about five weeks. That's it. <laughs> I got a dollar. Do you carry cash or is it all card? Uh, I do more card now, but I'm told by our CFO, uh, who's also my wife, oh, uh, that we, we got to back off on the card a little bit. So I, I'm just trying the extra charges. Uh, not just we have budgets. You know, we're trying oh. to keep things in in range. Are you, and, what are you, you know, trying to say? Do you need uh, some help over there? We're struggling. Yeah, <laughs> I'll put mine on the glass for a dollar fifty. You'll forgive I got my a dollar debt right now. You you forgive there my you debt. No, I get you to forgive my dollar. debt. Put I don't on the glass right now, like the woman did last night. I have my pride. I won't uh, do that. No, I still go every Monday to the cash machine, pull out money. I love yeah. having cash. I love having cash, just too. Just love, just, I, I love mean, cold hard cash. I am a little irritated, like when you're in line for something that's a pretty quick purchase and somebody pulls out their card and you're like, you, you, really, you don't have like a couple of bucks here to, but I mean, that's. You know what I learned from my dad? What'd you learn You'll from You'll be shocked dad? about this. You're going to make a mushroom out of George? No. What? With the, uh, with the bills, this is why I love carrying cash. Yeah. We would play poker. Yeah, with the numbers. Sure. Oh yeah, Liar, you ever yeah. Liars that? poker. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You play yeah. poker with you. With yeah. you look at Jackson's like, oh, I can't do that on your iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is what is that? It's poker. The numbers up. that are on the on the do- on no, the on the bills. No. What's the thing you're holding up there? It's that, a dollar. That, that dollar bill. It's a dollar Quit bill. Quit being that guy. Will what? you stop it? Are you into cryptocurrency? Uh, yeah, I use Venmo for everything. No, Venmo. Venmo huh? Really? So like, you go to McDonald's. You you, you, pull out, you, you say just put Pull out some cash every now and again. If you tap your phone against the just pay for cash. You know what? All that's they're tracking cash? you. They're everything. That's they're right. Tracking everybody. When the si- that? Neil's got cash. When the system collapses, Neil will have yeah. cash, and you won't. I got cash buried underneath my bed. Do you? Oh, you damn right. You We've got cash in the earthquake kit. Yeah. Oh, I need to put that together. Yeah, earthquake. You should with kids. You definitely oh, need an earthquake need, yeah, kit. I'm just gonna panic and run and <laughs> steal things from other people. <laughs> yeah, That's I, what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I've got my, my neighbor who I think is proficient enough hunting. I try to just stay nice with him in stay case with we him? have to. Yeah, in case we have to, you know, bring down our own food. You know, which. <laughs> I, I, I I couldn't do that. I, I, mean, I, I will fish. not survive if this happens. Right? Yeah, I'm going to tell yeah. you that right now. I I can't. I'm not living off the land. Yeah, and uh, with guns and things like that, I I'm, I'm going to be out. People are going to the, the zombies are going to get me. Right? Fixed. Yeah. There's yeah. no doubt in my. If mind. there's a zombie thing, I want to go like right away. I'm going to offer myself do, up. Yeah. Hey zombies! Don't I look good? Yeah, I'm just gonna t- I'm gonna throw myself into the zombie into I, into the pile. I, Take me! I want to go now. I remember telling yeah. uh, I remember telling Renee when we were hiking through the Peruvian jungle. I remember mm. saying, you know, your typical jungle critter down here is probably looking at me like, yeah, take me. Hey, there's a few days worth of meal right, right there. I just got to take that one guy down, and I'll be set for a week. Just licking, just licking his chops. Yeah, I'm like he you knows something's looking at me, thinking, all right, that looks pretty good. It's a free, uh, the free movie Friday program with Adam Tickets, folks. It's back. All right, it's back. You thought it went away, but it didn't. It's back. Your chance at uh, free movie tickets. To text them right now. Text boots. To Adam One for your chance to win the Adam Tickets app, where you can browse movie titles, buy tickets, invite friends, pre-order concessions, all from your phone, and skip the lines. Anything opening up this week, Mister Movie Boy? On Friday, is there anything that I should know? I'm pretty sure there's something big. Hold on, oh, that's Ocean's pretty, sure that, pretty sure that there's something yes, big. Yes, that's opening up. Is Ocean's that the one eight? with all the? It's it's not the it's not the George Clooney though. No, they, they've remade it's it the with, with with all females in the in the uh, robbery roles. Okay, yes. all right. Also I, have Hotel Artemis, which looks that kind of cool. looks. Well, that's the one with Jodie Foster. Yeah. That kind of looked weird and different. Mm, I'm kind of into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Jodie Foster been? 
Where has she been? This is like their first movie in like 20 years, it feels like. Waiting for a good script. When's the last movie? The last movie I saw Jodie Foster in was The Panic Room. Well, she was in Elysium in 2013. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, with with, um, Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, exactly. And before that, not much. Okay, well, there it is. Boots. Text it right now. Text Boots to Adam1 for your chance to win the Adam Adam Tickets app where you can browse movie titles, tickets, you can invite friends, pre-order concessions, all right there. Speaking of bets, you guys did something months ago. Yeah, right? yeah, you were gone. You were you were on uh, your your trip to Arizona. where you, Yeah, trip to Arizona, you, Scottsdale. You'd slather the kids in oh. sunblock and then go to the bar. Yeah, they, well, that, I'm not saying it's that like, like it's you bad. were there. I know, I'm not saying like it's, it's not bad, it's just what you did. Hey there, she's eight, well, and hi. at that point she can watch the kids. Hi. And, and so we, uh, you guys did it, you guys did a, uh, a kind of a futures bet with uh, with the hockey. With Stanley Cup Finals, what we did was we had 16 teams, the first day of the playoffs, so we got 16 teams, so we'll have 16 callers, we'll give each caller his choice of a team, and then that'll be your, and then we meant to update it, and we just never got around to it. It was really if you if you if you <laughs> if you followed the show I did here for years, it was a classic gas man contest. We're like, we're gonna stay updated, and I would say to Jackson, bring it in, let's and Jackson would go, okay, and we just never did. So along the way, well, we learned two things. We learned that nobody in Seattle has a connection to any hockey team because my hope was, you know, we'd get somebody called say, well, I'm, I'm born and raised in Boston. I want the Bruins. I want the no, it never happened. But we we go through it, and Jackson has the real clincher here is it hey who's our winner give us our overall winner who wins a hundred bucks to georgetown brewing i gave away the store man yeah yeah you made it where i had to go back down and get more gift cards winner of the competition is bryce mcqueen from tacoma and that's a badass name now let's also bryce mcqueen that is a great name i'll give jackson the honor of announcing this because it's pretty cool actually so we take calls Okay. And hey, pick a team. We'll give you a team. Okay, bang, bang, bang. Bryce was out of sixteen callers. Who was Bryce? Caller number sixteen. He was the, the last, last one. one. The Caps. He who was. Took- he was the only guy who didn't get a pick. Yep. He was stuck with the Capitals. Who? Who? The first caller. Who did they take? Who was the number one pick? Uh, Vegas, actually. How about that? Really? So the number one call. Who's that? Who? Who took Vegas? Rick. Rick. Congratulations. Do you, have the whole, do you have the whole list. I have the whole list right. Okay. Here. Give me. Give me. Let's go through the whole draft order. So Rick took Vegas, and he he almost won. At least they were in it. Who went number two? Hold on a second. I don't. I have the order of who had who. I have the order of the draft on here. Hold on one second. I, what did you just say? I have the order. Order of who, who had who. who. Oh, yeah, the order of who had which teams here. But yeah. the, the actual yeah. draft order is on my computer. So. Okay. Look, just don't threaten him. Okay. Can Jeez. we back off on the threats today? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't yeah. need get to get a shot. We're, we're going to kill you. We're going to feed you to the gators. All right. Hot dogs. Okay. It's mustard. Only mustard. I put ketchup on the hot dogs, and I'll fight. What if I go down the ballpark next week? Hey, wait. I just want to say that was all in jest, and he slugs you. Slugs me. Just, takes yeah. me out. You know yeah. what? You never know. You guys over there. Yeah. And your hot takes. Yeah, yeah you it's guys. It's getting a little out of control over it's there. Too I've much. spoken to management about you. So Bryce McQueen is our winner. And currently I'm watching a my computer go through the Microsoft Office Enterprise 2007 oh, configuration that's, that's process. So that's nice. Yeah, we'll oh, on the computer. Boy, yeah. uh, technology now, again, <laughs> if you had it written down somewhere like we used to do back in the day. They're written down here. But, they just but, aren't in the right order. But in the right order. Like we used to do it back in our day, you wouldn't have this problem. Actually, it's like I didn't going write to the store. So. It's like going yeah. to the store and, and oh, my car, credit card doesn't work, but I've got cash. The bigger cool thing, though, is that a guy who went last and had no yeah. choice ends up with the winner. That's Isn't awesome. it funny how odds and, oh, and gambling and all that can work out sometimes? Oh, yeah, it's wonderful, isn't it? Good for him. That's great. Yeah, that, yeah. That's okay. And congratulations to the Caps yep. for a worthy finish last night. Don't we have some TJ Oshie audio we're going to get to Do later? We have, you, you have that audio handy, handy or is yeah. that on the computer? It's not working. Uh, this part of the computer is working. Okay, so, so TJ Oshie, 
who uh, I think everyone kind would hope knows that name mm-hmm. uh, now. So Mount Vernon here, kid, yeah. local kid. I believe he went to Everett High School uh, up north, and I, he is, you know, people know him around here because he's mm-hmm. a local kid. I think he, he moved to Minnesota at some point he, during he, his high school career, right. or maybe he, even a bit. So, but yeah, he's a he's a Seattle area kid, a Washington he, kid. You're right. He did move back, and I think he went to he went to one of the Dakotas. I should know. I think he went to. Did he go to South Dakota or North Dakota? I think. Yeah, one of the Dakotas. But uh, anyways, he, a very emotional interview uh, last night on the ice, and he was with the first guy who did Scott Oak, who was their their um, sideline reporter, their their reporter for CBC. Uh, and he was he's great and they got start talking to him about his dad his relationship with his father and it it authored i thought one of the best post game interviews you're ever going to hear TJ, let's just talk for a second about life's turns. In 2002, you moved to Warroad, your father's hometown. Um, you led Warroad to two state high school hockey championships, UND after that, and now you're a Stanley Cup champion. Where's your father, Tim, figuring this win tonight? Oh, you're making me cry really now. My dad's here in the crowd. Uh, he is uh, he's diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And he doesn't, uh, he doesn't remember a lot of stuff, but you bet your ass he's going to remember this one. It's awesome. I mean, and we, we were watching that on the couch and just just tears, just, you know, flowing down watching, you know, TJ and how emotional he was on that interview with CBC on, on the ice. And, and, you know, and then the greatest line, you know, he's, he's battling Alzheimer's, but you bet your ass he's going to remember this one. That was, it was awesome. Very cool scene. And a, f- a couple of minutes later, I happened to be watching the NBC Sports yep. one. He did the same basic interview with Jeremy Rennick, and I posted that on Twitter if you want to go to Gasman206 and, and, and look at that. And it, it, it's, it's a little longer, and I want to give Rennick, Oak was great there, and he's a real pro. Rennick is a former player mm-hmm. and knew enough, and this is a hard thing in broadcasting. We've all screwed this up. Knew enough that when Oshi told this, is basically says the same thing. My dad will remember this, and he's very emotional as he's saying it. Rennick knew enough to say, "That's that's it. I'm not going to ask another question." He said, "You know, you've, you've kind of said it all, and let him skate off." It was it was, it was brilliant broadcasting uh, from from a guy who's been a broadcaster for yep. a while, but is a former player. So it, great, great stuff there. The uh, the other thing I liked about when they're on the ice and you know in the celebration on there, and I love how hockey does. I mean, hockey does it the right way. It's especially. There is no other sport, whether you're kind of a fringe fan or don't pay attention to as much, like, like me. I don't pay attention to, it, to, to the sport all that much. Obviously, that's going to increase when we get a, when we get a team here. In ter- there is no, though, sport that treats its trophy presentation like that one. No, no. I mean, no. the thing, like, there's a standing ovation of when the, the cup is being brought out. Mm-hmm, I mean, right. it's a whole big thing. Oh, my God, there it is. You don't get that with the Larry O'Brien or the World Series trophy or the Lombardi. It's not like that. The uh, and, and this is a tradition, too, among broadcasters. Kenny Albert on our air last night. Yep. The first thing you hear is the Stanley Cup is in the building. Yeah, it's very cool. Because they don't bring it until they know there's a chance they'll uh, award it. And it was, I just put a chill down my spine when I heard Kenny. Cool. I was like, that's such a great opening line for the broadcast. It's, it's, it's awesome. I think it's, it's one, of the, one of the coolest things in sports. And it, yeah. was, it was great on the ice and the celebration and, and everything and how everyone, uh, you know, it just, it's emotional. I love the goalie. Is it Holtby? It was, is, yeah. is that his name? Yeah. <laughs> Every interview we did, and I think at one point, it was like the third interview, he's like, I'm done. 
Well, you guys, he's told some guy was asking him a question. Oh, how does it feel? He's like, well, it feels great, but right now it's kind of a buzzkill because yeah, I want to go, I want to party and celebrate and get with my teammates and like drink beer. And I'm like, you're damn right. That's right. That's what I would do. All right, uh, we'll take a break. Coming up, uh, we'll dive back into the NBA a little bit, maybe a little bit Mariners. We'll go over another an article that came out. The uh, this is to the the texters. I don't like the NBA. I don't watch. I hate the Warriors. Well, you're lying because the TV numbers, once again, are through the roof. There's more proof of that. And, boy, not only did Brian Colangelo throw his wife under the bus, he threw her over the train tracks and had the train run over and then back up and run over one more time. Was there an alligator involved? Yeah, and there's an alligator involved. (laughs) Uh, Husband of the year, Brian Colangelo, has a statement. This and tonight for Game 4 of the NBA Finals, Cavs-Warriors tip-off at 6 on your home for the NBA Finals, Seattle Sports Radio 950, KJR. Yes, indeed. If the NBA season ends tonight, what uniform will LeBron be wearing in his next NBA game? The Daily Gasman 206 Bowl that really captures the entire country and city specifically. And it, it, everybody's into it. Everyone it's, loves the Daily Gasman it, it, 206 Bowl. It's grown by leaps and bounds, actually. Yeah, have you had more... Do you have more followers? Uh, I think it's about about yeah, a few. wasn't There wasn't a huge one way or another. Most of the people who were really really upset with me don't follow me and oh, don't know me. Shocker! And don't have any real idea of what we were trying to do. And or, probably not you know. from here. I don't probably so. have an agenda. And yeah. Probably were given something they didn't yeah. know about. And why am I talking like this? So, so, I've got a weight problem. Yeah. <laughs> It's, remember that, remember yeah, that Chris Farley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Bennett Brower? Bennett Brower. I don't wipe I, properly. I, I don't have good hygiene. <laughs> they say I smell. And that, that I'm not very attractive. And I can't find a woman. And I haven't had sex in you. I, I don't know how that works. Oh, God. That was... Man, he, oh, man. He God, was he, a funny guy. And I, you know, I, I'm, I don't want to go dark here because I think of that and then yeah. I think of Anthony Bourdain today. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think all three of us in here, I am a, I'm a, I'm a, I have a love of sports and travel and food. We incorporate food all the time on this show. Uh, Lunch with listeners, it's coming up at noon. I've always thought that, that food in general, in which I thought Bourdain did, uh, was a vehicle for interesting places, interesting foods, interesting topics. Um, and then I thought what well, the best thing he did on his show was, God, as much as that we are different, food kind of brings us together. And we're all so similar no matter where you live, what you look like, what you sound like. We may disagree on things, but the one thing everyone can agree on is, uh, well, I like food. A good meal. A good meal. And a good beer, a good glass of wine and to go with it. Yeah, he, he was the best at that. He was so good. And he yeah. uh, he he was found uh, dead today in in France he was he was actually taping i think another one of his shows uh, no reservations uh and died of apparent suicide at, at 61 and mm. just terrible news to, to wake up to that today cuz uh, i i know jack i loved him to, to death i loved yeah. the show and everything i rewatched an episode this morning yeah, when i heard the news that news he's amazing. Uh, now and i'm thinking uh, of farley now and yeah. it's just uh, i echo all your thoughts and i'll add this i i always looked at Bourdain and i was extremely jealous because you, you put your life into this business and yeah. you try to do, and, and then you see a guy like that come in with this brilliant idea. It comes from out of the broadcast world with this brilliant idea, this brilliant guy. It's like, God, why couldn't I have thought of that? He was so good at that. And, and that, that idea, like you said, of talking politics and culture oh. over a meal and, and it evolved over the years. His show evolved and did different things. It, 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 
it's amazing to see to see somebody that's that bright at what we're doing here and figure it out to that level. Because you almost can't something. get mad at that point. Like if we just sat down and had a discussion about something that you know you you know an A and B point of view, and we mm-hmm. nothing just and we'd start yelling at each other about right. something, right? right? Especially if it comes to something like politics. Mm-hmm. But over a meal, yeah. kind of hard to argue over a meal. You're like. Uh, yeah. You Here, know? try this. This is the area specialty. Take oh, a bite of there's this. There's so many great. Epi- I, mean, I don't even know. My favorite episode. I think my favorite episode was, and I, it's when he went to Siberia or something or Russia. He was drinking with this old woman in like this shack, <laughs> like on some like ice village that they were at. In, and they, in parts unknown, right? I think that probably was parts yeah, unknown instead of right. known. And he literally, they just sat and looked like one of those. Were you ice fish? Yeah, he sat with this Russian woman, and I think they probably drank for eight to ten hours straight vodka, <laughs> and it was the funniest thing I've ever. It was great. He yeah, was, he was amazing. He had a real knack. Again, he had figured out what works in this business and figured it out at a real yeah. high level. And and yeah, it's just it's That's just a, a shame. You, you look and you just you, know, you echo the thoughts to everybody. It's like man, make sure you're always checking in yeah. with the people you love and care about because you just never know. Yeah, you, you just never know. You, you, you know, the the shooters on Kate Spade earlier this week do the same thing. You know, come in and just remind you. Next week we've got the Mayor Maple Valley. Uh, it's going to be Friday down at uh, Druids Glen Golf Course, and you know some of the great um, you know sp- the charities that Ian's working with DPIG, which is. Of course, uh, Brandon Huffman and his foundation, but also the Holinsky uh, Foundation as well, because of Tyler Holinsky, and he took his own, you know, life earlier this year. And it's just, yeah, just that it stinks. And if you, if if there's anyone ever in trouble, if you have a suspicion at all, mm-hmm. uh, you know, step in. You know, try. Yeah. Someone needs you. We had James Donaldson in last week. Right. Step in. Reach out. Pick up the phone. Don't text. Call. Hear someone's voice. Just to share with everybody, yeah. 1-800-273-8255, yeah. the National Suicide Hotline. That's the bummer. Absolutely bummer of news. Um, what was going to do? Uh, so Mariners and Wade LeBlanc, we had in the last show, or in the last hour, thanks to Wade. Uh, Mariners back in action tonight. Marco Gonzalez getting the start. Uh, one earned run, 16 hits over his last 26 innings. Uh, there's last four starts. The Mariners are 39 in 23. Mike Leak was great last night. Eight innings, two earned runs. He's 3 and 0 with a 2.79 ERA in his last 6 starts. His last 5 starts, remember we talked about this in the beginning of the year. He had been a pitcher before this year, didn't walk anybody. Right. And then right. he was walking guys like left and right. Well, he has only walked one batter in his last 5 starts, so it looks like he's kind of turned that around. And uh, Sparky was great. I thought and I if you were there, if you were in my head, I said it at the time as I was listening to the game. Mm-hmm. All right? Uh, I just now it worked out. I would have left him in. I'd have left him in the end. I'll let him finish the game. But he, but he started the. I like that he started the ninth because that's what bugs me is when a guy's rolling, he gives up. I, I didn't mind that that much. I know what you mean. Yeah. You could argue that he's only hundred pitches. Didn't bite him and almost bit him. But right, almost bit him. At least they did because I I go nuts when the guy's rolling. It's like, hey, let him start the ninth. See what happens here. So I'll give him credit for that. The other thing, and I meant to ask LeBlanc this. Yeah, LeBlanc. You, you know. Everybody wishes he'd he'd get his offense chugging a little bit, but my God, was that play at the end of the game last night not an easy play to make? And and just he he just makes that look so routine. Kyle Seeger, as, as much as won him the game last night, and not to take away from Leak's great effort, and and not to take away from the guys who provided what he did at the end of that game last night was spectacular. The human pony keg, Ryan Davis has got one of the greatest still photos of it of where he caught it and what his angle was when he threw it. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I mean yeah. that he makes that play. And that's the thing about Seager this year. You know, his defense has been 
you know, lat was it last year, two years ago? I can't remember which which year it was. Where it was a little, she was shaky, and he was. I think it was last year actually. He was making a bunch of errors, and he wasn't playing well defensively. He's not hitting defense. He's not hitting this year. He he, sh- he could be better than he is right now, but defensively, he's not allowing his struggles at the plate to carry over on the defense. Right, right. Because his defense has been spectacular. Yeah, and it just you know watching him again, he just he makes so many plays like yeah. that that it starts to as soon as the ball's hit, I'm like, oh, we got he'll get it, and I'm like, yeah. oh god, look at where he is. Look at how far he has to throw it. it and it was neat reading kind of his description in the in the Times today about. You know what he was doing. He was hey, look. I got. I got it. The way my arm is, I got to bounce this thing in. And yep. the way the turf is, it's easy to do. And he gave Healy a compliment. It was a great finish. So the uh, the update on the uh, the daily gas man poll. If the NBA season ends tonight, which uh, game four is tonight, six o'clock, right here on nine fifty KJ, your home of the uh, the NBA finals. Where uh, what uniform will LeBron be wearing in his next NBA game? Gas boy, two hundred sixty four votes. So kind of a typical light Friday turnout. Come on, put down uh, the booze and vote. Yeah, put down the booze and vote for Jesus. pizza. Fifty three percent say the Lakers Woo! fate accompli. He's coming to L A. Does that mean they got to get rid of Isaiah? Huh? <laughs> yeah, probably. Poor Isaiah, man. I don't want I, that to can't happen. Find a home. 23% say he's staying in Cleveland, which I think will happen. I thought Chuck did a nice job today of dialing out why that could. You know, it's funny. We were talking about, you know, you, you were giving Coach LeBron, GM LeBron, all this. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. How's that worked? Coach LeBron? It's worked pretty well. They've been to the finals four yeah. consecutive years in a row. They took a team yeah. this year that was yeah. not, and they blew it up and somehow got back to the finals again. So I would say, I, I know what you mean. It's easy to get, be kind of cynical about that, but if I'm a free agent, Looking for a place to go, and LeBron says, "I'm staying in Cleveland." I'm like, "Man, let's go there." They tend to do well, pretty I mean, well. I, I just know people. I mean, this is why I've, I've never, I will never, ever, ever understand the people that are against what Kevin Durant did. Right, right. He yeah, chose yeah. to go to a team to win. Right, right. But yet we're going to kill him because he didn't do it on on other people's terms. Yeah. That, Not only did he go to a team to try and win, because he wants to win, and I don't know. I'd like to go to a team that probably has a chance to win. Yeah. Hey, you, you know, and he left money. So this one never gets credit for. He left like $15 million on the table yeah, right. this past year. And he's going to do it again this year because he told Rachel, your favorite, oh, Rachel Nichols. He told yeah. old Nichols that he's going to re-sign with the team and he's going to cut him another deal. Uh-huh. And it's, you know, I, I mean, you can't please anybody in this world. I swear to God, you it, cannot please anyone. There's times when, when it's it's tougher. Um, yeah, I've got an idea. I just had a thunderbolt Let's hit me, it. and I mean, you guys are going to love I'm in it. I'm in it. this. And I don't know if it should be today or tomorrow. I mean, it might have to be today or maybe Monday after they win. I think Niner Nate should should adopt a persona of an Oklahoma City fan and call Oklahoma City Talk Radio and start talking. Isn't it wrong that Durant left us? To- totally have, have Niner Nate just go in there and just... This is unbelievable. It's so unfair that he's winning a title. He really and and really adopt that whole. You know, we no, got to find a suburb of Oklahoma City that night, and he can't be nine or Nate. He's got to be Thunder Nate. Yeah, when he calls Thunder Thunder, uh, he's gonna be Thunder Tom. Nate would do that, wouldn't he? Sure, well, Nate will do anything you ask him to I, do. I, I let's have him prank call Oklahoma State. Not prank call, but call Oklahoma Sports Talk Radio as as Thunder Pete or whatever. And and he's he's just. Sideways, I can't get over the fact that Durant left us and he's winning NBA titles. So, fifty-three percent say the Lakers, twenty-three uh, say he's staying in uh, Cleveland, twelve percent say the Spurs and the Celtics. I say he's staying in Cleveland. 
Cleveland. I think staying in Cleveland. I, I believe, look, it's worked well. The best story, though, this week had to come from it. God bless it. I go there and I check this out. But the big lead, it, it just, I love this website, the big lead. They literally would pick up any story and run with it. Mm-hmm. So this guy who apparently runs a runs a website, Peter Zayas, from the Lakers film room. Okay, he's uh, and he tweets. I think he works with the Lakers, like in, like indirectly or directly, he works with the Lakers, and he has a, a podcast under the bus podcast. I think he does a, a podcast with Jenny, uh, with Jeannie Bus, and they allow him to come in there and watch like film. He kind of got started like watching film of the Lakers and commenting on this stuff and cutting up stuff, and then they like, hey, you want to come write for like our website? He's like, okay, fine. He has this report this week that they pick up and then everyone runs with it. That says, I have four different sources in the entertainment industry. None of them, uh, none of them basketball people. LeBron is coming to the Lakers with Paul George. He had to put X, Y, and Z in motion from a marketing standpoint. Not one, gas, not two, not three, but four entertainment sources. Entertainment sources. Yeah, which is like, you know, Betty, who works at the talent agency, yeah. who uh, sees. You know, Maverick Carter walk into the walk, oh, <laughs> he must be coming to L.A. There's there's a, there's one industry source. Well, you, now yeah, now I think he likely is full of it. But in L.A., this guy, who, yeah. no one's ever heard of that. How does this guy have any any credentials? He might his best friend might be somebody who knows LeBron's entertainment reps. Yeah, and I'm I'm just I, yeah. I don't think that's true. But the best thing is he the guy went on and he commented on the comment section. This guy. Well, th- that makes me think and, and he's then, full And then backtrack the whole story. That's yeah. not what I said. That's yeah. not what I said. I didn't really say that. Yeah, hang on. I didn't say any of this. Although in your report, in your 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 tweet or your write up on your website, you said I have talked to four entertainment industry sources. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think he'll stay with the Cavs. I don't think he's going to the Lakers. As I said, it's worked out okay. So, and if, if you're a Cavs fan, you have to admit you have to say, well, look, they're not winning the championship this year. They didn't win it last year. They won it yeah. three years ago, and they've been in the finals four consecutive years. Having LeBron call most of the shots uh, appears to. I think they need to get, and maybe this is something they can't do with LeBron. Yeah. I think they need to get a better head coach. I'm, I'm not. I mean, they, they got to get somebody who can you handle would, this situation. Yes, you would think, as you hear this this narrative that is just it, it is it's everywhere. You hear it on uh, every talk show and ever on TV that. It's it, what the Warriors and Cavs are doing is bad for basketball. That when the season starts, right? When the season, mm-hmm. the regular season starts, it, it's a boring regular season. No one watches it. No one's watching the postseason because they already know who's going to be playing in the finals. Mm-hmm. That it, it shouldn't be done. Well, well, there's just more numbers, and it's 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 sad. They uh, they're averaging across all platforms almost 20 million viewers uh, for the NBA Finals. And it is the first time the NBA Finals averaged above 18 million since 2010. And it's only the third time since ABC took over the series from NBC in 2003. The first Warriors Cavs rematch 2016 saw an average viewership climb to 20.2 million. Last year, despite, remember, there's only five games, it was 20.5. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the highest. Since Michael Jordan and the Carl Malone series, 1998. Which is kind of the peak for the Bulls. I mean, the last uh, one and dramatic and a great finish. And yeah. Yeah. yeah for compare. So they're going to get over, they're going to get right around 20 million again this year for a series that is likely going to end tonight. For comparisons, the World Series has hit 20 million viewers once since 2004. And that was when the Cubs won it in 2016. It's funny because so again, this we, I, but I, my point is this idea. 
and actually the numbers are up 7% during the regular season for ABC. They're up uh, mm-hmm. for the regular mm-hmm. season, right, yeah. up 7%. Yeah. This idea that people keep throwing out that no one's watching this sport because the games are the finals are already predictable. Well, I mean, I, you cannot like it. That's fine. Right. But you can't. You got to stop. People got to stop lying to themselves when they say no one's watching and it's boring and why would I watch this? Well, when everybody is watching it. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's. I think here there's a heightened sense of that, though, because people are still so mad. And I, I and I know the numbers here have been okay, too, but I think there's a heightened it. sense of wanting to say that. The people who say it's either predictable or it's boring, it's like the NBA has always been this way. There's always been the big bully in the NBA. Back through history, there's always one team that's better than everybody else, and everybody's trying to knock them off. And I mean, it's it's it it makes me laugh. Like you to hear people say, "Well, yeah, the Warriors are bad." No. What do you mean the Warriors are bad? The, the Heat before them, and and the Lakers before them, and the Spurs, and 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 then the you know, I mean, and this uh, is really all about this. And this is a story in the Washington Post that that did this today. That uh, Ghost producer Max Hellman sent to me. The the real the 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 point of it it really is is it's the it's the draw of the Warriors the Warriors are the draw it's not so much the Cavs because they say if you go back and look at the Cavs so it's about twenty million viewers the Cavs when they played the Spurs when the Spurs won their last when they won the last time when they mm-hmm. won the fourth title the average viewership for that was nine point three million. Yeah, I mean, think about it, it's half. It's because people want to watch the Warriors play. So I know the Warriors have taken on this like villain right. of a franchise, but people tune in to watch the Warriors play because I think it's like with every sport. If the Yankees are in the World Series, I'm more to I'm going to watch it more if the Yankees are in it than oppose if it's Cleveland. Yeah, well, the Warriors play such an exciting style oh, of ball. Yeah, sure. The Spurs were great, are great. But it's kind of a plodding, uh, deliberate sure. style that has worked great for them. But it's not as much fun. I mean, you're more likely. Look, look, I'm I'm like a lot of people. Like, yeah, I'd like to see the Warriors get knocked off. They've been good sure. for a while. Why not see somebody else? But they're undeniably fun to watch. I love Kerr, and I love Kerr being willing to use his his position to uh, to to bellyache about some things. I I, I, I like a lot about the weather. It's a great basketball community. Think of the players have come yeah. out of Oakland over the years. Yeah. You know, think of the great players have come out of there. So yeah, I'm, I I think it's 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 funny when people want to. And again, as I said earlier, I, I fall into the category. I'm watching the games. I don't love this current style of play in sure. the NBA, and I hope that kind of goes away and we get back to. So, but maybe it won't. Maybe this is just how it's going to be in the future. But but yeah, people are watching. It's, Overall NBA, I got this number wrong. Overall NBA viewership was up eight percent this past regular season. This is the regular season. That everyone tells you that no one watches. It's boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, ABC though, ABC and their games, they were up in the regular season by seventeen percent. There you go. And that's that Saturday night game that they hype up. And for a league that I guess it's too predictable, but it was up 8% overall, 17% um, on ABC. I didn't get to the Brian Colangelo taking the train over his wife and then backing up doing it again and then feeding her to the alligators. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. You did, however, shame some of our listeners into voting. We got like 100 votes after you said put down the cocktail and vote. Good, there you go. If we can get you working on the next election, maybe we'll get some, some turnout. Okay, we'll make the case for Brian Colangelo, Husband of the Year, next. Radio. Tune in tonight for Game 4 of the NBA Finals. Cavs Warriors tip off at 6 on your home for the NBA Finals. Seattle Sports Radio 950. KJR. That's right, Rockets. Rockets, Warriors, and Cavs tonight. Game 4. Golden State going for the sweep. 6 o'clock right here at 950 KJR. Golden State for by 5. Over under 216. Tonight in the old uh, ball game. 
Uh, some Mariners news. Yeah. Uh, the Mariners have placed Juan Nicasio and Dan Altavilla on the DL. Nicasio has got a right knee effusion, and Altavilla's got a UCL sprain. So Vogelbach has been recalled. Mike Morin has been selected from Tacoma as well. A right knee effusion, water on the knee. I looked it up on WebMD. Who? Which one has that? That's Nicasio. You know, he got that when yeah. they poured a whole glass of water sure. on his knee last night after the game. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Juan, you or didn't two do nights a, ago, I yeah. should say. Here yeah. you go, boom, you're out. Yeah, so. Yeah, Juan Nicasio. Yeah, it's this. <laughs> I love the made-up injuries. Now maybe he really has a right knee effusion, mm-hmm. or this is we need to get him figured out. So let's put him on the DL. Yeah, and let's see if he can actually figure it out. Yeah, because that's what it is. How common? Right? How common do you think it is in baseball that they do that? I, I, all the time, I think. Yeah, yeah. I've always thought it was in the NBA because the yeah. NBA. And I haven't paid as much attention to the NBA injury list over the last decade since I don't really have a dog in the fight. Uh, But I just remember it was always funny how they would finagle that around and they'd come up with these things you'd never heard of that, you know, and it always felt like, all right, they're just giving this guy five days to rest. I think he's on the DL gas because they've been paying him $17 million over two years and he has a 5-3-4 ERA in 28 innings. And he's uh, he's given up 17 earned runs. Yeah. I think that's probably why he has been placed well, and- on the DL, rather than the right knee effusion, which is, again, WebMD, mm-hmm. water on the knee. Now, I have to quickly close out WebMD, mm-hmm. because if I'm on there long enough, I'm going to go all the way back to, I'm going to circle back, because I'm going to start looking at my ailments, like yeah, my right. shoulder that's, hurts. That's no good, yeah. And I'm going to have a brain tumor in about five minutes, you don't so wanna, I need to get off that. You don't want to do that. And look, if he does have a sore knee, maybe that explains what we've been watching because they need him right, or they need somebody else in that job, right? It's true. You don't believe there's any chance he has a sore knee. No. You don't but think I there's love, any chance. I a, love that you do. A professional athlete could have a sore knee. There's no chance, uh, and that that might explain the crummy performances he's had. No. There's no chance. No chance. None. None. This is a hundred percent fake. Zero percent. I think he has a sore knee. I think he may have a sore knee because I think everyone's got a sore knee when they, they play professional sports. Mm-hmm. Do I think his sore, his swelling, the water on the knee is the reason <laughs> why he's not pitching well this year? No, yeah. not, not at all. All right, all right. You're you're the one who's saying you know. You're, I don't think so. You're you, questioning, huh? You got to pick one. You believe him or, you, you? You think he really has a sore knee? I think there's a good chance as ways he's been I pitching. Did, I just something said, would explain it. Stop. I don't like so you think doing. he's pitching lousy, and their solution was say, "Let's concoct this injury, and we'll work yeah, with you." I think yeah. they do it all. Yeah, I, yeah. I okay. think let's let's figure. Let's get him right. And and I'm saying I think that's possible, but I but you're also saying there is no chance that this is true. No, not even one no, percent chance that he. Look, I got now a bad you're getting knee. me caught in the Clinton thing here. I did not. Well, have now you know. Look what happens. I'm saying you can get impeached from the show. You're probably well. I think. I'm, yeah, I'm close. Yeah. He his knee could be sore. I'm just saying it's not the reason they put him on the DL. Okay, I don't think that's why he's pitching. Bad. Okay, you don't think the sore knee is connected nah. to why he's pitching nah, bad? I just think he's pitching bad. All right, now water on the knee. Get well, him drained. Go ahead, Mrs. Colangelo. You're the expert on injuries. Oh, we got to get to it. So, so Colangelo. Here's a quick update. So, th- those are the roster moves today. Uh, the mayor's lineup is out. Uh, give your handy. It's the same line. Well, Vogelback's in the lineup. So it's D. Gordon, Gene Segura, uh, Mitchie Hanniger, who had a great game last night, and that's good for Hanniger because since Cano has been out, he's been hitting in the three hole, mm. and he hasn't really performed all that well until last night. Right. So that's good news there for Hanniger. Uh, followed by a uh, Cruz, Seager, Zanino, Gamel, Heredia, and then Dan Vogelbach 
who has been called up today because of the injuries uh, to Nicasio and Altavilla. He's playing first base. Marco Gonzalez is your starting pitcher tonight for the Los Marineros. Do you think Altavilla's injury is legit, or do you think that's a phony uh, baloney one, too? I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's legit. Okay. He's been terrible. All right. Yeah. It could, it could be. I would just want to be the guy that's in the organization that has to come up with the injury. Wait, that'd be to, easy. to come up with it. You know, yeah, like, you say hey, you're on WebMD all the time. Yeah, you can come up with something. No, yeah, but again, that's a bad place to be on WebMD. Uh, Brian Colangelo has released a statement uh, yesterday, so yeah, everyone knows the story by now. They had the burner accounts. He admitted to one. They did. The law firm comes out and they say that the wife had the other ones. Mm-hmm, right. What? Before I read you his statement. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's say that's all true. Okay. The wife is the one that's running three. The other three. That's, you know, giving out the information on health information on Nerland's well, right. detailed health information. It, she's also tipping the hand of exactly what they did in the NBA draft on the trade. Mm-hmm. So let's say that's what should the statement from Brian Colangio, what should it what should it have been? I wouldn't. I don't think I'd even put out a statement. OK, I don't think that I, I just think, you know, at that point. For, for this, for the sake of this bit, if yeah. he did a statement, what should it have been? Uh, I, I, I regret this situation. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm embarrassed to be a part of this. I, I love the 76ers. I love this team. I wish them the best moving forward. I think that's enough. Sorry, we. Sorry, I regret this sorry situation. Sorry, we embarrass the organization. Right? Yeah, you can. And, you can. Yeah, economy of words, but yeah. And it's a, uh, it's a private matter. Yeah, right now uh, in our family, so we'll we'll yeah. just leave it at that. And that's not what he did, Brian Colangelo. Boy, you you want to talk a we're all over her <laughs> and th- and fed her to the Gators. Yeah, like we talked with Wade Be- LeBlanc earlier too. While I'm grateful that the in- that the independent investigation conducted by the 76ers has confirmed I had no knowledge or involvement in the Twitter activity conducted by my wife. I uh, vigorously dispute the allegation that my conduct was in any way reckless. At no point did I ever purposely or directly share any sensitive, non-public, club-related information with her. That's the first paragraph. So she came up with this on her own. Yeah, on her own. So he is now, he, the bus has gone over her once, yeah. he's backed over her again, yeah. and he's going to go in now, he's going in for more. If that's true, if she's so going to come up with this information, she ought to be working on Sports Talk Radio Damn or right a newspaper or something. Hire her, yeah. Purple Sheet. Yeah. Her actions were a ser- were a seriously misguided effort to publicly defend and support me. And while I recognize how inappropriate the, these actions were, she acted independently. That's uh, bus number, th- that's the third time now. He's gone over again. Yeah. Okay, that's the third time. Jeez. And without my knowledge or consent, that's the fourth time he's gone over. Further, the content she shared was filled with inaccuracies and conjecture, which in no way represent my own views or opinions. While this was obviously a mistake, we are a family and we will work through this together. Well, I don't. She's dead because you've run over her, so I'm not sure you can work through this. But. Be interested to see how together she wants to stay working through this. Although I'm not directly responsible for the actions, I regret this incident occurred and understand that it has become a distraction for the team. Therefore, the organization and I have mutually agreed to part ways. Over the last two years, I've worked hard to build a foundation for what I hope will soon be many championship seasons. For the 76ers. It goes on more and more, but there you go. My God. Well, what a what a guy, huh? It, it sure feels like oh, they're headed death for... death do us part. Or Splitsville Jeez. do us part, which is what's coming. Good Lord. Right? What? I mean, does anyone honestly believe that this guy didn't know whether she was running it or not? Mm. And 
that he, independently she was doing this on her own? I mean, I'll, we can pull up the tweets again. I, I just want to know how she would know without any information, without talking to him at all, right. would know Nerland's Noel, his health information, and what they did exactly in the NBA uh, draft. Yeah, the trade. It's, it, it, it's not plausible at all. Good Lord. What a what a guy. Yeah, I, I, I want Ladies, line up for him. I, I may rescind my statement Jeez. from yesterday that I think he could work again in the NBA. I'm, this will be interesting now because this, this un, unless he's 100% true, which, boy, that sure seems implausible. Th- this is this is some, some serious uh, buck passing. All right, 12 o'clock hour. It is a uh, 12 o'clock hour that is fun and games. And on a Georgetown Beer Friday, we'll play Is Puck a Schmuck? Your chance to win gift cards from not only Jimmy Max, but also... We have five pairs of tickets to Godsmack and Shinedown. October 10th at the Angel of the Winds Arena in Everett. And then at 1220 People's Court, your chance to win $25 to Georgetown Brewery. Is Puckish Schmuck coming up next after Neil Scott has headlines.